0: Can you hear that? Barely.
1: Really? (laughs) High five, but it's quiet.
2: It has a whole, like, chorus and shit. There we go. It's exciting. There we go. All right, so there's Splunk Talk. We're done with that. All right. That's good. Eventually, we'll get this where it's really smooth. Am I too loud?
0: <laughs> Am I too loud? No, you're
2: good. Okay, good. Thank you, Google. Uh, welcome to this current episode of Splunk Talk. Today is Tuesday, May 3rd, 2016. Number and this Splunk episode Talk is it not? episode 74. I'm liking the number 74. Mm-hmm. I don't Did know why. Do there's do something Splunk good about it. Like yeah. Uh, there's something good about it. Okay. This is yours truly, Michael Wild, Splunk Dude out of Austin, Texas. It's nice today. It's sunny today. And the light shining from San Francisco is a man named Clint Sharps. Say hi, Clint. Hi. Okay. that's We want to actually, can we redo that? Can we have a little bit of a, hey, Clint Sharps. Hey. Hey. <laughs> now I noticed, Clint, What? don't worry, we'll get to
1: you, Mr. Are you an Alpharetta? Uh, no, Alpharetta is is twenty six miles from
2: here. Okay, that's the only non Atlanta city that I know. So, um, I'm in Woodstock, Georgia. Woodstock, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. That's true. true. Not at all. Uh, Clint, you are in a room. Are there others there?
0: There are. We have we have one full time guest and and other people, uh, stopping by. Oh, wow. Who's there?
2: Hi. I'm Laura. Uh,
0: hello. Uh, this is laura stewart one of the documentarians if you could if the microphone's kind of directional so is it. is that a,
2: is that a new party the documentarians yeah <laughs> is that your band name clint's running a super pack uh <laughs> no problem exactly that's crazy. i think
0: they i think they they prefer units of half and whole headcount though
2: uh i see i like it hal how you doing you're hal rotenberg mm. Someone pronounce yes, your name. I'm... right? Is That great. Yeah.
1: Is that <laughs> how you, say you it, man? Oh, wow. <clears throat> yes. Are you, are, yes you, are, you,
0: are you of German descent, Hal?
1: I am. Yeah, my dad was born in Germany. Shouldn't there uh, adopted... be an umlaut or your O? You know, I don't actually know what those actually.
2: Uh, Rotenburg. Rolten, I
0: was just, I was just in Germany, in fact.
1: Oh yeah, you were, weren't you?
0: Yeah.
1: Was there anything uh, of interest to share with the the group?
0: Uh, you know it's um uh it's allergy season in Germany too.
1: Okay. <laughs> so you didn't escape anything. I
0: it was it was it was in fact in fact a couple weeks delayed given the latitude and uh, so I got to experience allergy season all over again. It was awesome.
2: That's fantastic. I love it. it fantastic. I love it.
0: And they, 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 they still they, in case you wondered, they still have yes. lots of sausage and lots of schnitzel, and you can have either one that you want.
2: What's schnitzel?
0: It's kind of like chicken fried steak, but not quite as good.
2: Chicken fried schnitzel, I like it. That's good.
0: Do you know, do you know why it's called chicken fried steak? Uh,
2: because yeah. it's breaded. With the this same like stuff chicken. that fried chicken is, but it's steak. It's not really. I haven't seen actually too many chicken fried steaks. Usually, it's some mashing of ground beef, like a chicken fried hamburger.
0: No, no, no. no that's that's a cube steak, man, and that's a They're, special. Right. That's a special They're, type of steak. I make cube steak all the time. Love cube steaks.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: I grew I, up with cheap meat, man. It's, it's like it's like a ten dollar meal. Like you come home, you get two cube steaks, uh, you bread them, uh, you throw them in in the, in the cast iron skillet. Mm -hmm. You know, five minutes later, you're good to go.
2: I grew up on that, that Salisbury steak and all that stuff in the seventies, before we had a global supply chain you could get Wagyu (laughs) that was killed yesterday.
0: You you remember, uh, they used to have all of these, uh, sort of Amway type product things that, uh, where they used to sell like boxed meals. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. My parents did that total multi-level marketing thing. Totally got hosed.
2: Yeah. Shackley. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It,
0: it's... So when I was when I was a kid, my 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 den was like literally stacked floor to ceiling with like boxed meals. And what was funny is I, I always wanted to ha- try one. They never let me try one. I think I was like eight or something, and they never let me try them, and because uh, that was basically like eating up their money. So yeah, that
2: was in. You can't eat the inventory, bro. It's
0: <laughs> like yeah. no, that's for sale. You can't eat that. All I wanted was the Salisbury steak, man.
2: It's well they don't they actually don't at Splunk they don't let us use the product before it's sold. We like we're not allowed to eat the inventory. So we just hope that you know whatever you guys are doing it works. So you know if we use it it we, takes we don't away.
1: Even test it. We just we just put it right out on the internet.
2: <laughs> Nightlies. Nightlies. That's right.
1: Okay. Awesome. Spe- speaking of um putting things right out on the internet uh I did title this episode has release party and there was a reason for reason for that was that uh 6.4 shipped, and and uh well this uh this podcast episode was was uh, delayed a little bit we we wanted it to be a little closer that was easy, <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> so could we could
2: talk about splunk we should talk about splunk that's good just um, call it is called splunk talk yeah but we work at splunk hey <laughs> ergo anything we say is let's just talk. skip
0: the six four release and talk about docker some more nah, well that
1: we got a bait <laughs> like we got three a, episodes in a row
2: let's ease our way into that man ease our way into that now we we are there is some good stuff coming um and folks on the uh, other end of the line or if you're listening on the podcast recorded it would be really interesting to hear from you um on anything that you are thinking about doing with Docker, um, maybe with Splunk, uh, because we will have some official stuff out soon, but then shortly after that, we'll all have to figure out like, you know, should we deploy it, Docker, Splunk in Docker? What will a deployment look like? How should we recommend that you do it? Because, you know, but we kind of need some help and some feedback. So, you know, so that we're not the only ones
1: trying this, you're there, you're a user, so.
2: Anyways, H- six, how, well, we
1: need to like set up something so six, that four. people could actually provide feedback to us in some sort of meaningful fashion. Maybe next mm. time, Twitter. Twitter would work. At Facebook at, will at,
0: work. Yeah, yeah and, I love the Twitter. Yeah. So I, lo- I like it when people Twitter at me. I don't, I do. The, do you really? Tweet, we talked about this. Yeah, I like it. it makes yeah. me feel like wanted and needed.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's that's a problem. We can. We can get, get past that, man. Okay. Hey, I have a mirrorless question later on. I'm going to ask you potentially after this call. So
0: <laughs> Let's talk about cameras.
2: All right. Yeah, well, Clint is a freaking fantastic photographer, uh, and I'm not joking about that. But uh, anyways, it's not a bad idea to talk about 6.4 because I'm going to guess that the people that the customers slash users that are on the other end of our voices, one, might not even know it's out. Two probably aren't on it in production. Maybe you're on 5.0 and they should play with upgrade. it though. And might consider playing with it.
0: Yeah. Please upgrade. Yeah. If you're on 5.0, upgrade now. Stop listening to this podcast.
1: <laughs> Press pause. Stop
0: everything that you're doing and move
1: off of now 5.0. Now, our customers are, are actually rather um, aggressive in, in a wonderful way about upgrading.
0: They are. are, are. I mean, it it is uh, it is actually amazing for enterprise software how fast Splunk customers upgrade uh, to the latest version. It's it's impressive.
2: Yeah, I don't think we're at, you know, iPhone OS level, you know, speed of upgrade, but it it is it is nice to see people.
1: I run Chrome latest all the time.
2: Yeah. Someone knows Charlie apparently knows that I upgraded my version of, version of Chrome. How is it? How do you know that? I don't know.
0: Waiting Maybe for, so, a, yeah, I, I usually. Yeah, waiting for 64 not to, not to disparage us, but yes, I, I, I generally agree as well. But wait, wait, love, for the, wait for the dot one.
1: So we have a chat room. What's I want to mention that it exists one? for those who are listening to this recorded after the fact. And so it's uh, splunk groups is the Make Slack it. team and there's a yeah, room swunk in there. It's Com. Come sign up.
0: Come hang out with us. We are, at least Hal and I are there regularly. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, Wild. And then you guys... Uh, wild
0: figured the chat thing out yet. I, he's he's no, kind of dude.
2: I just don't like having multiple chat clients. That's all. You know, I dedicate you know, all, you know, all my attention... to
0: through IRC. Like, so if you... I, I should share my screen, but like the... Uh, oh, actually... Interesting enough, I appeared not to be actually be on IRC right at the moment. That is very unusual. Normally, I have uh, a, oh, oh, wait, that's right. New laptop. Um, the uh, I normally do everything through IRC because everything is best done through a shell client that was written, you know, a decade Agree.
2: ago. Does it work with uh, HipChat?
0: Uh, it does because HipChat is jabber. Oh, I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. Well, yes, I, might, I might have to unify through the TUI text user There's interface. also a
0: great open source product called Biddleby that uh, you can use that uh, allows you to sign in to all the remember, remember the first iteration of chat, which was called, well, the first one was IRC. And then there were IM networks mm-hmm. um, that basically do all the same thing as all these newfangled, you know, hipster IRC for the web. Crap
1: that we have today, like Slack like and and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. um, the uh, there did somebody die? Uh, Clint seemed to have had a little audio burp. Well, that's awesome. I I have that's a confession awesome. to make. I I was actually a part of the um, the Jabber Software Foundation, which turned into the XMPP Software Foundation, and uh, Do you like, have a had a hand in like writing writing protocol spec documents and, uh, you know, ran with with like a, I was on an open source team for for a a Jabber uh, client. And that that was cool. That was cool stuff back in the day.
2: Yeah, I was never that cool. Nope. No. Nope. Didn't do any of that. I like how Clint is in, in a, it appears that he is in
1: a paused state. It does. It does. I could kick him off.
2: Which is a complete, you know, I'll just check
1: it out. Check it out. You're going to kick him off. Um, I kicked him off.
2: Wow. I liked how he drifted off the screen. So, what's badass about 6.4, though? Um,
1: I like 6'4". Um, My favorite thing is probably ModViz. Um, yeah. yeah. Mod's, what is the official product name? I- Custom visualizations. Custom visualizations. So the concept of this here is that you are able to package visualizations for the first time. So you've been able to, with some of our web platform features um, and some fancy JavaScript and a little bit of HTML and CSS, take something cool that somebody did on the web or you did in-house and embed that within an app, uh, you know, on a dashboard or whatever. But the number of steps required was high. The... um, uh, you had to have a, a lot, a lot of hacking, and and it wasn't very portable. So you couldn't give this to this artifact that you made. You know, this ability to visualize data in this certain way, you couldn't give it to your of, of your Splunk installation the same way that you can, um, you know, the the other customs, uh, the other features built within the core platform. What Mod does differently is that it lets you create a visualization, uh, add some metadata, package that up as an app. And then uh, it shows up right in line, right next to the, to the bars and the, uh, you know, the single values and the pie chart uh, in, in your picker when you're creating visualization mm-hmm. and uh, there's any custom uh, parameters or, uh, you know, for that particular visualization, it's, it's shown exactly right in their line with, uh, with everything else. And there's some really cool stuff. Um, if you want to learn more about that, probably the best way other than the, um, the 6.4 release blog mm-hmm. post but if you go to Splunk Base, yep, and you Splunk go Base. to the bottom left, I think it's gonna be. Yeah, if you just go to add, like you just
2: like I clicked on categories and said view all, all. and then over on the left hand side, there's an app contents thing. If you Thank click you. visualizations, You're the man. you'll see
1: uh, a lot of them. Well, there's fifteen, 15 now. There were twelve uh, last time I checked. So Kyle we're said, actually
2: Kyle Smith of the chat room said he updated loaded three today just great a lot of these are the crazy d3 ones that you've seen people use at presentations and could never imagine how you'd ever use them again uh or use them in um on your own because you have to you know write javascript to do it and to have folks be able to bang this stuff out is really nice i like i'm a big fan of the tree map you ever seen that one, is tree that map, one that? it's a for, square one yeah yeah, it's like a, a square with squares in it, and the size of the square and color
1: is relevant
0: there, to it. I mean, that time, I don't know what was different. That length was the same one as I was pacing then. I don't know why. It-
1: you know, I'm you not- just interrupted. When wow. He was talking like in the middle of the sentence.
2: We had a modular input. Uh, Clint modular input it in modularly. So we were talking about, are you you're there, Clint? You're back? I'm back. Wow. So peaceful for a while <laughs> see we love you and we love whoever else has walked into the room if no one else has
0: i haven't uh, seen anybody else for the last few minutes but well just just
1: flag us down
2: you have no uh, you have no liquor on your desk so uh, you may, m- maybe if you had placed some bait people in the uh, swamp. Well, I,
1: so I have
0: liquor on my desk i just don't have liquor in this conference room that's what i mean yeah
2: yeah that's a nice conference room you got there i can see uh outside it, it would one day clint behind you there will be like good morning america crowds at the window Woo! there like wanting to get on the uh, splunk yeah there you go yeah wanting to be
0: oh yes and in, other in other, can, in other yeah. news like this yeah. uh you know we've got a new building
2: that's nice are you in it how
0: far away is it next door
1: I know. That's awesome.
0: And uh, I'm 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 moving back. I I'm not allowed to leave the building. I'm staying in this building. So four years later, I will be back in the place I was at three years ago. So second cricket? floor, north side. No, second floor, north side. So. Oh,
2: nice. Now you have the whole place to yourself. While everyone else moves, they're leaving you back in the old building, and it's. Yep, they are. All the conference rooms are named Clint.
0: Yeah, <laughs> hopefully not. I mean, that's I. I am a musician, and I'm, but I'm not yet dead. You're a musician. I play guitar as well. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm not like Maverick good, but I. I, you know, I'm. I'm like a mediocre guitar player. Uh,
2: nice. You could play a uh, th- third eye blind or something like that. Really. You probably play that all <laughs> the time. Everybody play third eye blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Semi charmed. Um, is there what other stuff used- that you that we care about out of six four? So what I did think, you already
0: say? Did I well, make what?
2: we yeah, we just we started,
0: started on, on mod viz. Viz. Yeah. Oh, ModViz. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flashy, sexy visualizations.
1: Oh, look at that. Hey. Somebody. My name's Johnny Utah. How you doing? I'm an F E I agent.
0: Go yourself a meatball sandwich,
2: Utah. Hey, Bo- just call me Bodie. Give, Give me two. Call me Bodie. Okay. <laughs> Who is that? For those okay. on the call, who who is who is that that just came up there?
0: That is your friendly support representative, Derek. Okay, awesome.
1: Thank you, Derek. We appreciate you. Support's a hard job, man. Okay, it is. Support is a hard job. So wow. other features
0: that I love about this release. Think, so I like to highlight the features that are underappreciated, the ones that take take offense. Here it he goes. No one talking about them. Minty
2: S I D X, right?
0: Minty. Well, we talked about this on a, on a but actually I was going to highlight event sampling, which I think is, uh, even cooler. That's cool. Yeah. Um, most people I think will miss it in the, I mean, it's more prominent in the search UI than other features we have done in the past, but event sampling's uh, like, it's, it's pretty sexy, man. Like you, so you can tell it to sample at like a one to 10, one to a hundred, one to a thousand ratio. And if what you're looking for Is, you know, if you're not, if you're looking for uh, statistics, which are uh, not absolute, so not a count, not a sum, but you're looking for ordinal statistics like a you know you'll have a margin of error for whatever the sample rate is right like you know if I Average, one out of right? a thousand events you know like uh, uh, you know just like you know at the bot like oh look there's america's choice on the it's uh, cnn you know so like they do samples and polls of the american population mm-hmm. and they say the error rate is x percent well that's based off of well if they talk to a thousand people and there's you know there's you know 20 More million of the 1, state. people you know the, the error rate is blah and we won't actually tell you what the error rate is but you can calculate it if you want um so anyway so averages quick. you know percentiles medians all, all those are are excellent candidates for for sampling
1: and That's, um freaking I'm, I'm fast. not sure if we mentioned this before but if you if you've not checked it out check check out the the what's new app so when we ship uh, a new version of Splunk. Uh, how long have we been doing this? Since 6.0, at least. Um, there's a what's new now, app.
0: We started we at started 6.0, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Those are, oh, that's so awesome. I mean, it shows the little little uh, side-by-side of each of the features and kind of drill down examples, and it's cool stuff. Um, I wanted to mention something new in the HTTP event collector because Charlie brought it up in the chat room. Uh-oh. So... The event collector—it's not new. It shipped in 6.0, uh, oh, 6.1. Um, but what's new in 6.4 is the ability to um, to send raw data of any format. So now instead of having to um, make your data fit the schema of the event collector, which was a, a, a JSON blob in a certain format, mm-hmm. now you can send whatever that that data that you have is. So this is a great feature when you require when you, when you have control of the data, mm-hmm. pushing the data, and you need high bandwidth. Uh, Um, so, so as far as, uh, for like network data, um, you know, consumption into Splunk, that's, it's like the, it's like one of the best ways to do that. Well, and if you, if you, if you don't have control over the format
2: of the data, that's a pretty cool feature, right? Right. You can just send and blast JSON at it. Um, you know, you, you end up. I don't think I'm wrong about this. You still at that point in time have to configure timestamping and source typing and all of that stuff. If you throw in just random piles of JSON versus mm-hmm. the previous version of the event collector, at least the way we implemented it allowed you to say, this is a timestamp. This is a source type to kind of pre bake everything in and then stick your event in. And if you're a developer, I think if you are a developer and writing just, to splunk i would do that That's the way to go yeah, i would definitely. pre-cook it so splunk doesn't have
1: to figure it out and um you know well you can you can put your data instead of like if you had a if you're running to a file you would say okay how do i make this easy for Splunk to read you, you would take it and put it in kd pairs for example but when you are when you have the control of the format and you're using the event collector use json as JSON has object structure, so you can put your fields, you know, in there using JSON notation. Uh, then uh, there's a, there's one thing that you have do have to customize um, is the header. So you have to put an authentication token in there um, in order to make you know allow Splunk to receive it. Otherwise, it'll drop drop that packet on the floor. Oh, that's not cool. <laughs> not cool at all. You know, I was looking. At, <laughs> I'm
2: looking at the 6.4 What's New, and it says universal forwarder on Docker.
0: Yeah, that was yeah. That was, that was a quality a, control yeah. slip up, I believe. Yeah,
2: uh, it's there. That was it's just Patrick's fault. Let's blame Patrick. For that. Oh, it's there. It's just private. That's all. Yeah.
0: So yeah. we haven't. Actually, work out, we're working on that yet.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's it's I, less, I was a, not, I was less about, about quality control, Patrick, more about uh, you know working through all the things we need to work out and. uh But by DockerCon, we should have some good stuff though. Well we are gonna we'll pick something better.
0: Come see us at DockerCon, we will be there. Yeah. Um in I don't know about full necessarily force? like with bells on, but we'll be there for sure.
2: Not with bells on? I thought we were I'll, gonna be at full I force. Full bells. force,
1: no bells. Okay. Oh be a, okay, well I won't look. bring up bells in. That's fine. Whatever. Are you, are you uh, anybody wanna talk about uh DS uh, IDX minification? Nope.
0: nope. I talked about it a couple of podcasts nope. ago, but I'll mention oh, it yeah. again. No, I'll mention it, it again. I think I think it is I think it is an incredibly important feature uh, because we would like you to keep that data online for as long as you would like to. And so uh, we know from access patterns that people don't generally do needle in a haystack search on old data. So we allow you to minimize the index that you have and regain back some cases 50 plus percent of the storage space. In some cases, even closer to 60, 70, 80%. Um, and uh, I think that's a pretty cool thing.
1: Yeah, definitely. What about lit Search? That one's hard to talk about. We made performance better. Is I that in, think... in the release notes? Mm. What Search? Hold on, let me let me edit it. We... Yeah, yeah, ed, edit the release notes really quickly so that we can talk about something accurately. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna edit the Docker
2: thing though. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah. So lit search expansion. Um, honestly, it's complicated, but uh, we're getting smarter about the order in which we do uh, expansions of event type and tag field ali- and field aliases. So as you as you search for a tag and you match a set of field aliases, that then expands out to lots of different ORs for every field alias that you hit and your lit search can get rather wide so for people who are using a lot of enterprise security this causes problems uh we have changed the ordering around a bit to make that significantly more efficient that's about generally i know lots of level of detail about these things that's about the order in which i about the level at which i understand it it was explained to me once or twice but it wasn't relevant to my world so i promptly forgot the rest of the details
1: you you did all right you did all right but it's Good. it's basically if you if you add if you have a bunch of tas installed on your system it, it you don't have to have enterprise security but it's particularly prone when you do uh when you are running enterprise security you have a bunch of tas with all these aliases and things as, as you mentioned in tags then uh basically that search that you typed, you know if you had a search that was you know literally like 20 characters right that search is going to be expanded out to 10,000 characters plus on the back end and um yeah, that's, that's what we have avoided by changing that order around, like you said.
0: You know How what? did I, I avoid all other Splunk lives? Um, carefully. Casey. <laughs> carefully avoided all other Splunk lives.
2: Yeah, he was building ITSI. That's why. That's why.
0: Because my you know travel what? schedule for the last three years has been insane, and this year
1: I would like to do less. That's what. Mm-hmm.
2: That's and that's why case. you're podcasting.
1: So- Check this we out. We have a PSA from Rachel. Hold on. I, I got to say this PSA from Rachel. If anyone listening refers to themselves as Dr. Potato, we need your real name for Slack. Just wanted that out there. That's awesome. Of course, it could be somebody totally random that has nothing to do whatsoever with this current event, in which case.
2: And now I'm going to end up Googling Dr. Potato.
0: awkward. Well, I I just want you to know, we we don't support anonymity here. That anonymity is evil. Maybe not. Well, you can put but, down whatever you want.
2: Unless of course you happen to be with the Idaho Potato Foundation, what's it called? Uh, Idaho Idaho Potato Commission. If you are with them and you are a customer and a doctor, you have you to can work. there is a doctor potato on there. Okay. Um you know, I was looking through this release note list and it's something that I've wanted for a long time, like years, way mm-hmm. down on the bottom of the release note list, there was a whole bunch of stuff that was added to the, cl- the latest cloud release. I don't think, did it get not in,
1: it was past well, six, six or is the right the unification release. So it
2: is, and there is, um, an a log event alert action. So you can create a log event as a result of an alert. Really? Yes, that's freaking cool because you can write stuff to Splunk as a result of things happening.
0: I did not know that was there.
1: Huh. How about that? I, I didn't either. So is that shipped as a custom alert action then that we had, we? Sh- huh? It's. How, why would you use that? Tell, give me, give me a reason that you would use that. Um, because it goes into internal, right? Sure, but let. Le- Uh, No, I think you can specify
0: where I'm surely you can specify. where. Yes.
2: Yeah. You can, you can, it's in the, it's in the, uh, there's, apparently we have an alerting manual in the alerting manual log events is one of the options. Um, and you can specify the text source type host and destination index. So I could think of a number of scenarios where you'd want to write information back to the index, maybe right after something happened. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say, let's say, for example, you were auditing um, someone's login. Right. And maybe you wanted to write something to the Splunk index that says, we saw your login. Right. Or, you know, maybe a transaction, you want to, you want to put information back in the index Mm -hmm. and then run searches against the events that you you know, wrote back in there. I, I had a number of scenarios in the past where that would have been nice. And often, what folks end up doing is like outputting stuff to look up and and all of that. But being able to write in information
1: back to the index is kind of cool. And so I figured out how to to find that easily, so that people can look at look at it in docs. You just type in Splunk log event action into into the Google's. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, use Google log events and it's, um, okay, that's cool.
2: Yeah. Hmm. I mean, and you know, you could also, that would let you create almost create your own notable
1: events if you wanted to. Okay. Yeah. You, you can choose all the, all the index time metadata that you would expect that you you could, right. So but, the event, text yeah, so or some, of alert stuff
0: that we are, we use inside of ITSI as well. Right. Um, And we use it now to handle the actions from notable events. So when you have an action on the right-hand side that you want to use, we're reusing all the, oh, sorry, custom alert actions. I'm really bad at using the marketing names for features, but
1: yeah, mod. Why did you correct yourself? Is there a marketing person in the room right now?
0: No, it's just that when you go to the docs, the docs all have the marketing names for the features. So if you go searching for mod alerts, you're going to be lost. This is true. This is true. Right. Model alerts. That's right.
2: And there's a couple other things. The internal name is model alert. I think I'm going to use that more. I think I I got some uh, good ideas on how to use that, especially for demos. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just being able to write, you know, think about it, being able to write random mess. Okay. So being able to write random messages back to the index that you then, let's say have, searches key off of that display them in single values. I mean I i could think of some really fun things like anytime Hal logs in, we write something to the index and then there's a single value on the dashboard that says yeah, how many Mr. Times? Awesome is here. Although I wasn't gonna say that. I was gonna say something else. But um
1: you know it's well one no, of if those you're looking things. at Splunk as the um you know, the, the record uh, you know, you know, the official record for things mm-hmm. then it makes a lot of sense to use the feature in that way
0: yeah I would yeah cool. so in the, uh, so one other thing for me to cover today I'll, I'll uh, interrupt for this uh-oh. okay I want because I because I clear. want I want to take it I, I had said that when we restarted this that mm-hmm. I wanted to highlight some search language features that I felt were uh, a little underappreciated and the, hi- the a highlight command command? Th- no, yeah. although I do like the highlight. Command. Uh, no, the feature that I was going to highlight is Untable. And so Untable, uh, it was actually kind of funny because I was upstairs talking to several of our core engineering folks, our, uh, Vishal Patel, if you know Vishal, he's, he's our, on our architecture team, built a lot of the indexing engine, and Dave Simon, who runs our core architecture team, And I was showing them a data set, and I'm like, oh, here, quick, I need to untable that. And they're like, WTF, man, what's untable? I've never heard of untable. I'm like, oh, it's a sorkinism. It's great. Um, It is (laughs) terribly named um, and absolutely abysmally named. Like, what the hell is an untable? But it does actually actually do that. So let's say that you have a table that you have built, and it has a ton of columns, right? Let's say like 100 columns or 200 columns. And what I want to be able to do is reliably, let's say I want to do something like pipe time chart average value, but I I don't know what the name of the field is going to be, right? The field is in some random column, right? Right. So what I want to be able to do is I want to be able to, let's say, search for a particular column name, and I only want to chart that value. Right. So there's some random column name out there. Well, narrowing down to some particular column name, uh, let's say that I want to be able to use some rules or I want to be able to do some evals or et cetera. So what untable does is it takes all those columns and you can say untable underscore time, and then two field names like key and value, and it will preserve underscore time and can it you will demo create this? a new event of key and value for every column.
2: Can you demo this right now?
0: I could. You could screen. can screen you demo. This is a this is a
2: hard you've got one whiteboard to screen. right right behind he, you. He's. you can screencast, right? On this thing? Technically. Yeah,
0: Technically we can screencast too. Let's, let's let's demo this thing. Dude, demo that. Okay. Right. Okay. That will be that actually I'm would be helpful. Like, do I have the ball, now? Let's see. Uh, you have the ball now? You
2: can you can do the screen sharing.
0: I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am presenting to Ever so how do I share my screen then?
2: Let's see. Isn't Come there a on, toolbox uh, over on the left?
0: Screen share, there we go. Alright, let's share my desktop. Oh wow, look at that. How meta? All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all I see is console.
0: Hold on. I'm I'm I, oh crap. I keep launching this damn browser. I don't want that browser. I want Flag
2: browser. on the play, too Whoa. many tabs open.
0: That is meta meta right there.
2: This is a first. No, actually it's all right. Like the demo will work because it can always go to the internal index. Mm-hmm.
0: I can, but I have a great data set for
2: this. Okay. He's got a great data set. Hey, guys, he's got a great data set. His password has changed me,
0: anyways. It is. He says, well, <laughs> oh, I guess everybody can log into this because it is an AWS, but uh, <laughs> that's okay. This You're is supposed general. to change your
1: passwords on, on, on public resources, guys,
0: whatever. Well, let's say that that's I have tricks. something like stats D, like a metric data set, right? Okay. Here we go. So stats D has all of has this JSON document where I have something like counters and gauges, right? So you see how long these field names are, right? Let's say that I want to get to, for example, just like response time, right? All of the different response time fields. And I want to, I want to time chart those. Well, I could do something like time chart, you know, average That works, right? But maybe I might want to do some other type of ETL on this. Like I want to, I want to extract out just this host name. I actually have some macros that do that for me, but first let's look at untable. So what untable.
1: Did we lose his audio? Uh, he muted himself. Oh, I did. Oh yeah. 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 Well, you're back.
2: back.
0: Now you're back. Oh, I'm back. Okay. Yeah. It it just right. it. That's all. So you see, I have all these, these columns, right? Right. What untable and... does is the exact opposite. So I can say untable time. Let's do. Key. For every one of those columns, I have an event that has the key name and the value name. So I could say something like search key equal to, let's say, R. Now I just have those events which have R time in them. And I can say, let's do a time chart average value.
1: Expand one of those. Go back once or twice and expand one of those guys out. One of these guys? Yeah. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. key in value.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Cool. Neat. Isn't that cool? That's a cool command, right? It is cool. Do you want to see what the alternative that I had built yes. was? Oh, actually, it was like this crazy <laughs> for each thing. Like, so I'll show you, like, let's see if I still have it in my, in my demo. Uh, let's see, Splunk and macros.
1: Uh, So blind text one or two.
0: I'd have to go. Oh, here it is. Like here, here was one of the original ones, like where I went in and I basically said like for each, all these fields, eval, mv append. Uh, This was the original sort of search that I used before uh, with a nice little for each. And uh, Martin Mueller, actually, if that's how you say his last name, was the one who who uh, uh, pointed me towards the for each solution. Um, So, yeah, there you go. Untable.
2: I like it. Oh, nice. It looks good. Like That's cool. You know what? I think more often since hey, since you have your browser open. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could show off some of the stuff that we were talking about earlier from event oh, from sampling. Yeah. Have. Events. We should have done that earlier, but like I, we just never thought of actually jamming into a demo, but
0: <sighs> yeah. So here we go. Event sampling, yeah. right? So like, let's let's say that I have a, actually, I, I don't even know if I have a dense result set. Let's say something like, uh
1: let's source type so, uh, so, let's <laughs> we should, we should annotate cuz i mean eventually we want this to make it down to the audio podcast feed what are we going to do with that about those people i don't know we're going to push them to the to the video
0: i don't have enough data i don't think to really make this meaningful from a
2: internal I... index should be enough should be a lot there
0: maybe let's try that yeah
2: yeah, just do I them all the metrics. You know, source equals star
1: metrics or whatever. Uh, but it's, sort of, it's neat how when you're when you're playing with sampling, any you know average or or any transformation at all, it gets less precise, and you can you can watch it. Yeah. So here deal, we go. I you're mean, we're looking over stuff. all
0: time, you know, sixty-six thousand events. Let's do something like. Wow, that's slow. What I really want to do is I just want to see like a, a time chart. I want to do an average like, average KBPS by, let's say, uh, maybe... Group. Yeah. No. Well, that's fine.
1: That's horrible. Well, turn turn the viz on, though. At that error rate. Oh, okay. I see what I see what happened.
0: Right. There we go. I mean, it's it's a really nice way to get get values of uh, to get samples of values. Um, it gives me, you know, if I ran this whole search, I'd probably be off by you know a few few decimal points, a couple percent.
1: Yeah, I but like that. But you know, you get to pick the ratio. You get to you're you're shown how many results are you know in the final set. And what then from a visualization perspective, oh, we have all these
0: visualizations, Segue. and then I can go so find neat. more. Right. Right here there on Swampoos. Nice. I don't actually know what any of these do, and I haven't tried any of them because I don't really like visualizations all that much, but I think for all you guys who do, this is fantastic. Yeah. I think a pie chart is the only chart you should ever need. <laughs>
2: You should put that on a shirt and, and uh, give, send one to Sorkin. <laughs> awesome. Well, that right. was cool. I liked, You know, we we got a demo going in there and talked about a number of things from untable to stuff happening in Splunk 6.4 mm-hmm. to just complete random ban- random banter. And, we had a couple uh, of walk-ins. And really walk-ins. not much chat about Docker. So at least that's uh, a... <laughs> You know, it's it's almost like we're trying to tail it off. It's like working our way out of talking about Docker every ten freaking. That was minutes. easy. Ooh, there we go. I like that. We Wait. we tried Kit, to get him. Have him walk by? Room. No, he didn't come.
0: <sighs> that's a blocker.
2: Yeah, that's a blocker. A podcast.
0: That's a blocker. No Anyways, release for you.
2: We might as well wrap it up this week, episode seventy four. Thanks to everybody that's in the chat room. That is. The end of the episode. On behalf of Clint Sharp, Al Rotenberg, this is me, Michael Wilde. Email Splunk, talk at Splunk.com. Find us on Twitter and Facebook, and of course on the YouTube channel. Happy Hit splitting. subscribe. Hit subscribe.